This conversation was recorded on December 19, 2015. So, couple verses for you, but the kickoff verse, 1 Timothy 3. 1 Timothy chapter 3. Mm-hmm. End of the chapter. Tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. What is the mystery of godliness? Is that different than godliness? Yes. What is godliness? In the case of the mystery of godliness, it is the sweeping of the whole new humanity that Jesus created. The sweeping of the whole new humanity. Yeah. God manifest in the flesh, received up all the way to received up into glory. Right? Justified in the Spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. So I, I understand that that would be the mystery. The total, really, it's the, the total the story. career yeah. and incorporation of Jesus Christ. So what does godliness mean then? So the mystery of godliness, is it like being like God? Is it being God? Is it caring about God? I, it, it just seems like a term that I have a hard time putting a strong definition on. Not a strong definition, but a, a strong definition. There is a strong definition. I mean, we can look at that as a starting point. Reverence, <laughs> respect, piety towards God, godliness. Piety, holiness. Holiness. Translated one-time holiness. So does that mean, is that different for us than it is for him? For Jesus? Um, well, first of all, you're asking what is godliness, which is a little bit different than... The mystery of godliness? It is actually different than the mystery of godliness. It seems like right? the mystery because of godliness is, is like a thing. Whereas godliness, godliness is, is a, a trait or a characteristic. It's a characteristic. It's a moral... It's a, it's positive a way of being. Form. As pertains always to holiness... As pertains to godlikeness, um, piety is the translation says. Which is but piety the, means serious, um, set apart. Maybe what's piety? Morally good, morally upstanding. Uh, okay. Reflecting the proper image of God as man was intended to, but doesn't hmm. in his sin, right? But the mystery of godliness is different. This is the secret of godliness, which is that. Godliness is embodied in this man, the Lord Jesus Christ, who was God himself, the word of God manifest in the flesh, right? Right. So the word made flesh, starting there, justified in the spirit, right? As his spirit visited the imprisoned spirits, that's encompassed here, scene of angels, angels beheld him, they attended to him, they marveled at this man among men who was the word made flesh. How is he justified? I always think of justified as something to be applied to somebody who's not just. Well, it, uh, justification involves uh, showing or exhibiting. Mm. There's a, a show of it, you know? Yeah. 
Paul says, I know nothing against myself, but he who justifies me is the Lord. The Lord will show him as justified. So, I mean, I think of a, you know, we want justice. It's like we want a final public proclamation of what's right. Declared righteous. That's what justification is. Right. right. And the de- declared righteous makes tons of sense in our case. But justified yeah. in his case, I mean, he doesn't need to be, he is righteous. What's the declared? But he's shown, but he's shown as such as a man, you see. Okay. So this has to do with the. The career of Jesus Christ. The showing forth of the Son of God, right? Beginning with the Word made flesh. Manifest, yeah. God was manifest in the flesh. So it's the it's the act of him taking on humanity and flesh. Yes. And his justification in the spirit, that has to do with the a morally upright human spirit that, that Jesus Christ demonstrated. Hmm. And seen of angels, we talk about that a little bit, preached unto the Gentiles. So finally, out of Israel comes something worth showing to the Gentiles. Give them something to talk about. And fulfills the purpose of Israel. You know, it's funny because today you see Israel trying to fulfill its purpose, and it's actually pathetic. Jesus already did that, and they went yeah. up, and they go, or they're going about setting forth their own righteousness, which is, of course, not righteous at all. But in the in the future, they will fulfill it. Feel like uh, telling them, again, stop right? embarrassing yourselves. But yeah, in the future, of course, he comes back. He'll. That's when the Gentile will grab hold of the the Jew, the Jew, and on the coattails or something like that, right? And learn the things of God, or paraphrasing the thought, right? So they have a future fulfillment of that purpose. Jesus Christ fulfilled it individually. Right. As a Jew, but the rest of them weren't really in on it. Yeah, they're not in the good of it except the remnant, of course, who believe. Right. And then, and then this ends received up into glory. And, you know, the glorification of the Lord is what put us all on the basis of the same faith, right? You and I and Paul, you and I and Peter, mm-hmm. you and I and John the Apostle, we're all on the same basis of faith in Jesus Christ, only in his glorification. They saw him. Right. You know? Peter saw him, John saw him, even Paul saw him. Mm-hmm. We don't see him, but none of them saw him. I guess you could say Paul saw him in paradise. Whether in the body or out of the body. He, didn't he knows know. not. Yeah. And John saw him in the Revelation in a certain way. Those things described to us. I mean, those, so we see him through their, their seeing him in that, in that sense. In that sense, right. But the fact is his, his invisibility in the high heavens has placed us all in the same ground of faith, the same content of faith. Hmm. And that's why, you know, this received up into glory, uh, I think, is an important aspect. It's one quite overlooked uh, when I bring out to people the position of the Lord Jesus, for example, as the priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek, or if I bring out uh, even the fact that he still is a Jew, but he's not visible here, it's uh, a surprising thought to most of the believers to to whom I speak in, in, about those things. Hmm. 
because we just don't think about it. Uh, seems slightly out of order. This, like, it's not uh, the way it went down. Like, he was received up in the glory and then preached unto the Gentiles. You know, I was thinking that just as we were reading that. I thought of it because you said it's like his career, so I was kind of like going through stepping stones. That it's uh, the scene of angels and receipt up to glory. Seems like that goes in the right order, but uh, some of these things, specifically, you know, the call at the end of the book of Matthew to go forth and you know make disciples of all nations that hadn't happened when he was received up into glory, and yet here's Paul writing to Timothy about him being believed on in the world and preached on to the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Why does it say preached unto the Gentiles before believed on in the world? Yeah, how can you believe if you haven't been preached to? How can they believe if they don't hear? Well, he was believed on by Jews before he was preached to the Gentiles. True. Believed so on in the world seems like it's the that's the finality of the preaching, right? It's yeah. The, but as as we both understand, he's received up in glory before all of that. Right. That's where that kind of gets a little bit mysterious, if you will. Well, maybe this. You know, I mean, the, the the progression of this truth is 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 the progression of truth as opposed to the historical progression of what took place. Yeah. Some of it is historical as to how it took place. I mean, I, I would see in the case of that being the progression of truth as opposed to the progression of chronologically, like received up into glory is the, is the ultimate, right? That's the match. And received up into glory may include also his body, as this is the secret of godliness. What do you mean? Uh, say that again or say Well, his body has not yet, his, his, the body, his body, which is the church, has not yet been. Oh, received. his body, which is the church. I was thinking his body, which was his body, body. Uh, which is physical. Body, yeah, good point. That could be fulfilled at the end there. At it the, is a mystery. So, you know, it fits into us the, unto himself. Fits into the series of mysteries in Scripture, which have to do, you know, also with the church, which is a great mystery, right? Right. Yeah. No, that's a pretty fulfilling thought for me. Let's talk about godliness in general and not godliness in, with regards to this mystery. Yeah, this you know, is a hard thing to talk about. <laughs> that's why that's why I bring it out because it's hard for a thing for me to totally wrap my head around. I'm thinking of Second uh, Peter one, where it's brought up in kind of the chain of characteristics to add to your faith. Yes, um, where it says, "Beside this, give all uh, for Second Peter one five. Beside all this, give diligence to add to your faith virtue, virtue knowledge, and knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, patience godliness." And to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity, or agape. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Which is a great well, sometimes truth. maybe we can know about godliness a little bit by what it isn't. Which is what? Discontentment is not godly. Right. That's a verse, right? The opposite of? Right. Godliness with contentment is a great gain. Bodily exercise isn't godliness. No, we can whittle it down. Things that aren't. Bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable unto all. Yeah. So that's not it. Uh, Gain is not godliness. There are those who teach that gain is godliness, and that's false. Right. So gain is not godliness. In fact, people who think it is, we're supposed to stay away from, right? People that teach that it is, yeah. 
There's a lot about godliness in this epistle. Which one are you on Peter or you in Timothy? Uh, First Timothy, sorry. So where we started. Where we started. Yeah. I have here that it's referenced about six or seven times, seven times. And, uh, you know, we're supposed to pray for those in authority that we might, in verse two, First uh, Timothy 2.2, 2, that we might lead a quiet and peaceful life or productive and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. Um, Titus 2 says so denying ungodliness and worldly lusts. So there's something that's not godly, right? Worldly, worldly lusts, lust, not godly. We should right. live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. So it's not sober and it's not right. It's no, not sober. It's alongside those things, right? It's alongside of those things, not one of those things. And everything that we need for godliness, he's given to us, right? All things pertain to life and godliness. Yeah. Isn't that right? Mm hmm. So. Which is an interesting statement because, you know, you think of life and godliness as like, isn't godliness part of life? Like, isn't it? Wouldn't it be a subset or something? But apparently they're alongside each other there. Well, we add godliness too. So I think it's added into life. And it gives us everything we need for life, which includes food, clothing, and shelter, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which can be reduced to just food and clothing, food and raiment. And then he gives us everything above and beyond that that we need for godliness, like his word. So what is godliness? Um this word godly in – oh, this is in Psalms, sorry. It tells us in Second Peter to add to uh, godliness brotherly kindness. So godliness is not brotherly kindness. Yeah, and, or vir- nor virtue. See, I would think – I would put kind of god- godly with virtuous, and that's not right, or moral. But it says to add to your godliness virtue, right? Well, virtue's in there. It doesn't say that specifically. It says virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance. Temperance, patience, and patience, godliness. So you have like six things here that godliness is not, but they're, you know, aligned one with another. Yeah, but I mean they're distinguished. That's what I'm trying to say. They're distinguished as different even though they are things that you should all add to your faith. Virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness. Yeah, and when we talked about, you know, it's this pious, morally upright, right, reverent, thing i mean it seems like virtue is is and you know temperance is moderation so there's it's hard to like just stick a modern english word on it that does it justice i think it is your reverence towards god actually just your disposition towards god Uh, a a right disposition towards god which we call piousness we call it you know the word pious because it's so often faked, mm-hmm. um, it comes to mean like self-righteous. Yeah. But so I don't, you know, you don't say, wait. I mean, if I said to somebody, hey, Jared, he's really a pious fellow, they go like, oh, yeah, big fraud. Right. Yeah. Thinks highly of The himself. way he folds his hands when he prays and stuff. So it's not the right word, you know, it's not the, it it's not the right. It doesn't fit in today's. Yeah. The connotation of it has destroyed the proper use of it. Another definition is reverence or respect, and I think reverence is probably a good one. Here's another reference in Hebrews, at the end of Hebrews 12, it says, uh, wherefore we receive in a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. So there, God, godly is linked to fear, 
And I think that kind of, you know, lends some weight to what you said there. Is that the same word? Uh, that's the same form. It's same form. Eula Bea. Right? Yeah. Same form of good. Yeah, it's very similar. Um, godly. Let me set it next to this word here. Yeah. So I think it's just like one's a noun, one's a verb or something like that. Or not a verb, uh, adjective. Godly fear, where it's right, an adjective. Right, Whereas godliness is a noun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, same idea there. So they're godly fear, and you said it's your disposition towards God. So there's reverence and there's godly fear. And that it would be a disposition. Yeah, I think it's just, I think we could just say it's a right relationship and respect toward God, a right thinking toward God mm-hmm. is godliness. And uh, it doesn't come as simply as people may may think. I mean, very many times I find people thinking wrongly toward God, you know? Here's an interesting use of it. Lot. Just Lot? Just Lot. Now, it attaches to the part about Lot in Second Peter 2 where it says that for that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. In this case, it might just be like, you know, God's, no, child, that's the, God's that's children the, versus. That's the people who are godly, who are exercising godliness, isn't it? It's the people who are showing forth godliness. The well, that's, godly. the, that's the tough part is because it was Lot doing that, you know. Was his disposition correct? In general, yes. In specific, <laughs> yeah. no. I mean, there is, of course, the... There is the general. It's all, it's all relative, right? Yeah, kind of. Somewhat. Well, in this case, it is relative because it's godly versus unjust. Right. Right. So he's 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 among the godly. Now, yeah. whether he's demonstrating proper godliness as a believer, now we have a, a second level of assessment. Right. But he's in the crowd of the godly by faith in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would put Lot there. Absolutely. That righteous man. Uh-huh. Vex his righteous soul from day to day. So he's right there. So Lot was godly, but perhaps not the the peak of godliness. Hmm. Well, I think that answers my question. Do you have any questions? 